Hey everyone in podcast land, this is Tom and Bunny here, and today on our podcast we're going to talk about a question that was asked of us on our Instagram account, and we thought we'd do a podcast on it. Absolutely we are, and this would be, is it okay for people to charge for a house party? Right, so here's the actual question. Guys, I have a question. How do you guys feel about who... Uh, how, blah, 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 blah. How do you guys feel about people who put on parties just to make money? So that's the actual question. Mm-hmm. And I'm not editing out the flub. No. I screw up just <laughs> like everybody else. Um, they, then he also followed up with, I was recently told this is a thing. The host doesn't play but has girls with him or her that do and charge a crazy amount of money for their party. And my comment back was well that sounds more like prostitution yeah but for people who charge to throw a party we don't think there's a problem with that at all not at all so check it out we're going to have our intro and then we're going to talk about what do we think about throwing parties for a fee okay you're listening to life without limits with tom and bunny if you're under 18 this podcast is not for you these are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. All right, we are back. We are back. We're back. So, you know, it's it, it's crazy. We get um we've been in the lifestyle now 23 years and we have heard a lot of different scenarios. Mm-hmm. One scenario is the lifestyle should be free for everyone. They've obviously have never ran a party. Right. <laughs> but they feel information should be free. Mm-hmm. Like our podcast. But you know what? It's all in people's perspectives. And and you can learn from people that have been in this for, for a long time. Right. And you can learn from club owners or house party people. You can learn. I don't think that it's bad to charge for it. No, I don't. Um, <clears throat> what people fail to understand. You know, they're, it's admirable. If you want to open up your house and invite 10 20 30 strangers into your house mm-hmm. and party and play have a great time and call it a night that's admirable it is it's very admirable and there are couples that actually there's like 8 10 12 couples and they rotate each week or each month or whatever their timeline is mm-hmm. each couple must host a party at their house mm-hmm so that way one couple's not stuck the whole time the whole time preparing keeping up and then cleaning up after the party yeah you know there are a lot of differences in house parties too i mean you're going to have a house party that is just somebody's house and they're inviting just close personal friends right. and then you're going to have ones that run it as a business now here's our thoughts on this and we did not write a single thing down so if we left some out definitely send messages with your thoughts mm-hmm. 
because we're just kind of going off the top of our head. We never actually threw a house party. We've been to many. We've been to many. But we've never actually thrown one. Threw one, thrown one, whatever you want to call it. But here's the thing. Free parties are awesome. If, you, if you're bringing into your house people you could trust, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're all for that. Right. The, the lifestyle, we, we put out videos that says it's expensive to be a swinger. And it's the truth. And it's the truth. But it doesn't have to be if you can get a little small circle. Right. If a small circle of intimate friends. And then if you can add to it, it makes it even better. Right. Now, if somebody is hosting a free party and invite you to their free party, you should never, ever, ever come empty-handed. No. Nor... Should you invite other people to come without letting that host know? Or getting permission <laughs> from that host. Yep. So you should, uh, a lot of hosts don't want you to bring anything. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But what, I, what we mean by don't ever come empty handed is bring party favors. Help clean up after the party. Wait, what kind of party favors are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'm not talking about like cocaine or crystal like that guy was on when we met him. Well, you're talking, yeah. I, I was add, talking lube and condoms yeah, and add, toys. Add to the party. Absolutely. You know, fun stuff. You know, or I, I've off, I also bring cakes and cookies because you know what? Mid, midway Midnight. through, well, mid, midway through, if you're going to go again. Right. You want to carb up a little bit. Carb up. <laughs> wow, Bunny's on a marathon. <laughs> I thought carbs hurt marathon runners. <laughs> so, no, um, definitely bring something. Uh, bring a change of clothes. Bring, I, I, I guess I won't tell you how to party, but a lot of people will come dress nicely, then they'll bring lingerie and then other things to change into. You know, and typically we and a, and a change of clothes to cha- go home in. Right. And a lot of the um, small, more intimate house parties, that's typically the way that they work it. Um, after about an hour of everybody getting there, getting comfortable, maybe having a drink or two, the women tend to dress down in the lingerie and it gets the party atmosphere a little more sexy. Right. And it starts from there. Now... If a couple wants to pay their bills and they have a house party, I don't see a problem with that. I don't either. Because there's always, everyone, a lot of people can't host. No. A lot of people won't host. Correct. I mean, you're. it's a lot of balls to invite strangers into your house. And every club or house party we've known has had things stolen from them. Yeah, we used to go to a house party in California years ago, and we had a ball there. And when we first started going, it was a home. Yes, they kept all their knickknacks out. And they, kept they, they liked to out. show off. And then as it progressed and it got bigger and more people started coming and more people that they did not know started coming, then they would literally on Wednesday and Thursday clear out their whole house into their garage. Right. And then they started locking all their stuff up mm-hmm. into their bedroom, all their personal possessions. And what was happening is people were stealing their stuff. Right. They were stealing knickknacks, makeup. If it, if was it wasn't out. bolted down mm-hmm. or glued down, they were stealing it. And we thought that was pretty shitty. That is. And now they did charge for their parties. Well, and in reason being. But even then, it doesn't 
justify stealing. I, let's no, clarify that. No, but reason being is, I mean, they had to work hard for four days. To run a to, party for, for two days. For two days. So they had to clean out their whole house, make it club ready. They even put down portable dance floors in the middle of their living room. The, there is a value mm-hmm. to somebody giving up their weekends for you to have fun. This couple did not play. They were host. Right. And they were great hosts. We loved going over there. And they charged, I think it was like 25 bucks a couple, and you didn't give them any money. What you did was you brought an envelope with the money in the envelope. The envelope had to be sealed. And then they had a jar in the entryway, and people would put the envelope in there. Right. Now, one party that I know of, someone stole the envelopes out of the jar. I know. It's pretty crappy the way I mean, really? Mm -hmm. They're supplying food, mixers. They're converting their house into a playhouse and then converting it back into a house. Right. And someone steals a couple hundred bucks. Well, and plus the fact that they had a pool and they kept it heated. Yes. So you got you know that's two hundred a month right. right there. They had a pool room and where they had their play areas at also too, and it was always nicely heated or air conditioned. You know they could have just opened that up and not put any air on. Now they did that for. The envelope thing for legal reasons. Yes. Because legally, I don't know in any other state, but in California at that at that point in time, you could not charge for a house party because then you became a business. And no business in California can allow customers into their house. Right, right. Because of parking and zoning and all the other stuff. However, you could have a party and you could take donations, but you couldn't, you could specify a suggested amount and they have opened their envelopes to nothing in the envelopes mm-hmm. because yeah. they couldn't verify. And the envelopes were all anonymous because there's no names on the envelopes. And therefore, they didn't know who not to invite back. <laughs> exactly. Because that empty envelope could come every week. Right. <laughs> but it, it didn't come. They did experience it a few times. Yeah. And they made it very vocally known that, you know, they can't run the parties if they don't have people helping out. No. And they had a great staff. The staff, uh, some of the people would stay all night and wash all the dishes, help them move all the mattresses out to the garage and re-put their house back together before they went to work on Monday. Right. And that's that's having great, not great employees or friends. great people that it volunteer. It's great friends. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that's really great about the lifestyle, too, is there's so many great people out there that you meet. We know a few house parties where, shit, their house parties make four, five, six thousand dollars a month, a month, mm-hmm. and some people complain about it. And I'm thinking, don't go, don't patronage them if you don't want them to have that mon- much money. But these people again are making their home. Most swingers don't want to part. They don't want to. Be the lifestyle. They don't want to say they're in the lifestyle. They don't want to actively help the lifestyle. They just want to play weekend warriors. Yeah. Yeah. So they want to go out and enjoy it. And they don't want to have to pay a fee because somebody is opening up their home. Right. Because in their mind, they're already paying their mortgage anyways. Yeah. So well, what is it to open up their house? What, what is it to let 50 couples in there? Well, and plus the fact that we met another... have to clean, 
clean cum stains off of your sheets and the wash the laundry bill. I mean, there's so many hidden costs. Fix broken beds. Fix everything. Stain, stains on your floor. And you know, when you have a house party and you you invite close friends, they're going to tell you. My, they may even try to fix it for you. When you start inviting people you don't know, like on websites like on Cassidy SLS or SDC, and you have these house parties, and you're just inviting anybody and everybody, when shit gets broken, you're the last to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's typically the next day after everybody's left. Right. <laughs> Unless it's a toilet. Unless it's, it's a toilet. <laughs> overflowing, and they need to use it. But if someone breaks something, they're most likely not going to tell you mm-hmm. now some people would say oh no you guys are wrong the lifestyle is full of great people and it is the lifestyle is full of great people but it's also full of your weekend warrior partiers that don't give a crap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know there's nothing wrong with being a weekend warrior who don't give a crap because if there's a venue for you and you pay to go to that venue and you have fun, you go home and you have your anonymous life back again, there's nothing wrong with that either. No, not at all. I just call, I, I make it sound derogatory <laughs> because me and Bunny live the lifestyle 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 a year. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. Me and Bunny would love to be weekend warriors. Right. <laughs> we'll come in and break your shit and leave and <laughs> let you find out later. No, Not I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, um, plus we were talking with another couple that have a house party on the East Coast, and they were telling us how much it estimated them to run their parties, and I'm like, what? And what they the weren't hell? charging nothing. Oh, my God. Just their food budget alone was in the thousands. Yes, they they put. I, I'll go to their party. And I was like, and you're not charging anything. You're just doing this out of the kindness of your heart. And they were going. They they were doing the math over time. They they figured out they were going to go broke doing it <laughs> really quick. And I told them, I'm like, you got to get donations from these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're feeding them. He's letting. If there's a a room available. After the party's over, people could stay in the house, in the rooms, on the floor, in the on the couch. Didn't matter. And if they wanted to, they could pull an RV up. Or if they really wanted to, they could put a tent in the yard. Yeah, and so, they were they were feeding. They were buying DJ equipment. Dance they floors. were so accommodating. <laughs> and we were thinking, oh my god, how do you do this? Some people can. Some people can't, and they mm-hmm. think they can, and unfortunately, they're one of the couples that think they could, and they really can't, and they, they, I, I never followed up to see if they started charging, but when they kind of broached to people about seeing about a set fee just to cover costs, they got backlash. Yeah, people were like, well... I'll just go down the street yeah. and pay to go there, and I'm thinking, oh my God, I hate that threat. We're letting you in here for free to have a good time, and we're putting on one hell of a party, and you'd rather go pay somebody because because now we have a friendship. Right. And that's not right. Nope. Uh, it, people, people work hard for your enjoyment. Right. It, some, of, some people only get a charge just to break even. Some people do want to do it as a business, which I have no problem with. I don't have any problem with anyone making a business out of the lifestyle. If there is a need and people will follow or pay for the service, 
who am I to say that they're wrong? Right. And who is anybody else to say they're wrong? No one. Nobody. Nobody. Open up your own house. Open up your own house. Mind your own business and let people do their thing. You know, we, me and Bunny are always looking for ways we can make a profit off of the lifestyle. (laughs) We're we're not that intelligent yet, but we'll get there one of these days. (laughs) Haven't quite figured it out. We haven't quite figured it out yet, but one of these days we might. (laughs) We, We were doing a, if you went to our youtube video and you watched our commercial we got paid for it and then youtube said we're too salacious and took away our monetization (laughs) wow so we we do it all out of the goodness of our heart we actually do (laughs) (laughs) so and that's why you always hear the promotions for tom's trips before and after of all of our podcasts is because without them covering the cost of our software, mm-hmm. we couldn't do it out of the goodness of our hearts. No, no. Even just doing podcasts just costs money. Cost money. And, you know, I would love to say it, it's all free and everything. And I always tell future podcasters, find a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And I see other people post on their podcast about other people making money off of it. I don't see a problem with it. I don't either. If if Especially if it doesn't cost the consumer anything. No. Mm-mm. If all they got to do is listen to a commercial, how hard is that? If they listen to 10 seconds of a commercial, the, the person doing the content gets paid so much. If you listen to the whole 30 seconds, they get paid more. <laughs> so what? how hard is it to just less, let, let the commercial flow? Let it play, yep. Now, we don't get paid no more for it, so you won't see commercials on ours right now. <laughs> Hopefully, If you start seeing commercials, you know we're getting paid. <laughs> We've made it. We've we made, made it. it. <laughs> so on the house thing, definitely patronage to house parties. Yes, they're out there. They're, you know what, in the, what, what I find with the house parties is they're a little smaller and they're a little more intimate, so it's a lot easier to meet people too. It is a lot easier to meet people, and you can talk to people. You can really get to know them. Mm-hmm. and we totally suggest that some of the clubs are so big that it's really hard mm-hmm. to talk to one couple, let alone meet 10, 15 couples. Yes. Yeah, so definitely give out, give your local house parties a try, especially if you know somebody who's going. Well, let's go back to the guy's original comment. Now, he posted, he asked, do we have a problem with people charging for house parties the answer is no we do not have a problem no not at all we actually encourage it because the more venues are out there the more places you as a couple or single have to meet people yes and that helps our lifestyle grow grow huge we recently went to a house party yeah we won't say where but they they kind of did the whole We'll, we'll straight up call it. It's almost like prostitution. I don't care how they called it. It was, we were very uncomfortable there. We were very uncomfortable. We did not stay very long. And we, because of that, we won't, we won't go back. We, we won't go back. If we walk into another party and we didn't understand it, we never, ever walked into a party like that before. Mm-mm. But what they're doing is they're auctioning off girls. <laughs> yes. You could um, 
uh, you could bid to spend to speak with them for a half an hour. Right, and that didn't. And what they would tell you is that didn't guarantee sex. That just guaranteed you thirty minutes to spend with that person to talk. To talk, but they also said that anything could happen. Yes. They were very clear. They were very clear that anything could happen. They were also very clear to say that their part of the donation was being donated to a charity. But they didn't say what charity. No. Why even do it at that point? Why even cross the line of having a vice come in? Because the minute money changed hands, and if that girl got naked and played with that guy, that was clear and simple, plain and simple prostitution. Yes, yes. And it's a very, very uncomfortable situation, plus the fact that... The girls were coming girls. around wanting you to bid on them. Yeah, I'm like, this is very weird. It was very awkward because mm-hmm. we're there to meet couples to play with, and this these girls were coming around, they had name badges on, so they were clearly marked, so that way you would know who to put your bid in for. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, if there's no sex involved, the guys might bid once, but are they going to come back and bid another time? Um, probably not. No, and w- <laughs> when we were starting to hear that the same guys were winning the same girls, yeah, what does that say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that, that 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 didn't sit well with us. No, uh-uh. So uh, to answer that question on that guy, he might even be talking about the same party. It might be, but he said it's a thing. But I know even in different states, you cannot hire even strippers to come perform at your party if it's a lifestyle party because of the fact it is if they go down and they play with somebody else and they've received tips up there, then that's considered prostitution. Well, our bartender was told that. Uh, we had a vice cop come into our club years and years and years ago when we were in a club. And he was told by, there's always going to be those members that try to get you shut down. Mm-hmm. And he, they were told that our club was doing not-so-legal stuff. So they sent him in to kind of investigate. He came in undercover. We didn't even know he was no uh, undercover. Came in with a partner, a female partner. And he came up to the owner and he says, hey, you know what? You run a very well, proper legal club here. He goes, I don't see anything wrong. And he said the only thing he did see was when our bartender would get tipped, he did notice that she went down and played with certain couples, but pretty much everybody tipped. Yes. So what he suggested was he wasn't saying she was prostituting. What he said is it the appearance, mm-hmm. guilty by appearance. Yep. So what he recommended was that while, she, while any of our bartenders worked, they could not play with anybody that night. Right. Now, a lot of clubs only hire vanilla world people. Because they because of that situation, right? A lot of clubs also too will not accept tips at their bars. There's a lot of clubs that won't accept tips at the bars. There's some clubs that will allow tips at the bar, and the bartenders do not keep those tips. The club keeps those tips. Mm-hmm. Um, they use it for their mixers and their food budgets and everything else. 
Um, there's nothing wrong with that either because they're giving the bartenders typically free entry in exchange for their service. Yes. So they don't have to get the tips if they're getting comped $80, $90 a party for six or eight parties a month. Yep. yep. So <laughs> there's your tips. We gave our bartenders the tips. We did. We did. We, we were good about that. They worked their asses off. Yes. Not an easy job to do when you have 300, 400 people. No. So, yeah, if, if you go to a club and there are people that are available for you to pay for time with, I'm just saying. That's not a swingers party. That's not a swingers party. That's <laughs> more of a brothel. That is. I mean, there they're might just, be other swingers they're, there. They're trying to disguise it. They're trying to disguise it. And I don't care what you call it. It is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. To the guy who asked the question, I'll, I'll message you back, let, let you know we did this podcast. But yeah, we're perfectly okay with the house party charging for parties. Oh, absolutely. And we hope they make a million dollars. And a lot of people start a house party because they eventually want to open to a club. club. So they've got to build their client base somewhere. Right. Most most clubs start at mm-hmm. house parties. Yeah, because you you're not going to just walk into a venue $10,000 a month deep. And, and try to grow your numbers. Yeah, that's we've seen a lot of clubs go out of business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, definitely. If you're looking at doing a house party, you know that's where we can make money. They can call us and we'll give them advice for two hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> May not be legal advice, but still check with your attorney and <laughs> your county commissioner and your zoning and all that other good right, stuff. Right, your. Li- Alcohol commissioners. Right. But uh, yeah, we ran a club for 23 years. Mm-hmm. That we did. We, we, we have a lot of knowledge when it comes to these things. Yes. And a lot of people ask us our opinions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, enjoy. Go check out your local house parties. Yes. Don't do check that. out just one. Go to different ones and then find the one that you like the best. Right. Because there's always something out there for somebody. Right. And if you are a house party... And you want to talk about your house party, send us an email on TomAndBunny.com and we'll do a podcast with you and you can explain why people should go to your house party versus an on-premise actual club mm-hmm. or convention or go to all of them. But we don't know. Let's talk. Yeah. Let, let's help um, set different people's, um, give people other options. Right, and you can answer a lot of questions. We have a shit ton of questions from people. (laughs) We do. You know, we just got one from a couple that's going to be going to a club because of one of our tours, and they want to know if there was a line around the wall watching the orgy, and they had all these, like, kind (laughs) of, they're not outlandish questions. They're not weird questions. They're just general uh, common sense questions. But we, we see it all the time, so I'm over there scratching my head thinking, call the club. Mm-hmm. Yes, please call the Call the club and friends. ask them. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to answer it's that. It's just legitimate questions because people think that they're going to walk into a full-blown orgy the minute they go to a club. We always say a lot of people that have never been to a house party, club, or convention, or anything like that, people's interpretation or impression is you walk in, you pay your money, you go through the curtain or door, and there's 
hundreds of people naked in a big puppy pile orgy, and they're all waiting for you. <laughs> no one's touching anyone else. They're, they're just waiting for, waiting for you. And that's a lot of people's impression. Yep. And it's so much farther than the truth. It's way farther than from the truth. You actually have to be a little outgoing in your own lifestyle. <laughs> yes, you do. All right. So, anyways, uh, this is our mid-length podcast. Mid-length. Well, we're at 30 minutes. <laughs> we're not the ultra-long one. No, no. So, we're in Dallas here. We're on our way back and knocking off a few podcasts while we sit in a hotel room, <laughs> staring at each other, me looking at Bunny's pink microphone. Getting ready to uh, reshoot a club video and uh, head on home. Yep, we're going to go to Eden DFW. We're going to shoot a new video tour of that club, mm-hmm. and we're going to go to Infliction Hall, which is a BDSM club. Yes. you got to watch the Infliction Hall one because me and Bunny are not at all into BDSM, anything fetish nothing and here we're going to be giving a tour of a club we know nothing about (laughs) keeps life interesting it does keep life interesting but it is interesting to see what's in these clubs it is and on the video we can't tell you about the stuff that goes on in there because youtube will shut us down but there's some kinky ass shit going on you just have to use your imagination on that one right go for yourself (laughs) So, all right. So, until then, go check out TomAndBunny.com. We're gonna, you're gonna hear it all at the end of this podcast. But definitely send us an email or comment on our podcast. People are starting to comment. We appreciate it because it does build dialogue and engagement. Yes, it does. So. Sometimes we sit there scratching our heads, going, "Oh, geez, what are we gonna talk about? Nothing really happened, you know." this weekend that we could talk about and lo and behold somebody will question us on something well not only will they question it but we've done uh we did a video on how to spot a swinger mm-hmm. we're getting so many comments on that because of stuff we did not mention yeah. <laughs> that we should have and we're like, we don't know everything yep. but it's comments like that that educate other people mm-hmm. so we welcome your positive yes comments we will not welcome negative comments don't tell us we need christ we we already know that we've been told <laughs> two thousand times uh <laughs> we're going to hell yeah we, we know that too mm-hmm. and we, we're um i don't know we, we get all kinds of negative stuff so you got to have a thick skin in this business yeah you do and in business you got to make money and we don't make money so it's not a business <laughs> so stop with the negativity <laughs> all right have a good night good night thank you for listening to our podcast and don't forget book your next vacation with tom's trips the leader in adult travel you can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny.